0: Powderfinger, My Happiness here at Triple M's Homegrown. Jane Gazzo with you this evening, and it's an absolute pleasure to welcome Adelita Serson from Magic Dirt, who are back together. Hey, Jane, how are you going? I'm really stoked for you, actually, because this band that you formed back in 1991 in Geelong and who became staples of the 1990s music scene in, here in Australia, it's absolutely brilliant that you're back because, uh, sadly, you lost your founding member and bassist, Dean Turner, in 2009. And I remember at the time that really, um, it really saddened me. I mean, I certainly, I certainly wasn't as close to him as you were. But, you know, for me, it was like someone who I'd watched constantly on stage and, and obviously interviewed with you. I do get emotional, actually, when I think about it. Well, you did. I mean, you kind of
1: grew up with the band and you've been there with us the whole way and I understand why you get emotional and I really feel that too. (laughs) And I know how much he meant to you and, and he definitely, he, you know, he loved hanging out with you and doing our interviews and everything and just (laughs) hanging backstage. So we have a history and I get that. And we do, we get a lot of emotional responses from people. We still get lots mm. of messages on the anniversary of his death. And yeah, it's, um, yeah, it still really gets to people. It really does. Yeah.
0: How is it for you getting up on stage knowing mm. that he's missing? from
1: Yeah. The Got, um, a friend of ours standing in on the base, Steve Patrick. Yeah. It's always gonna, f- it just, f- it always feels like he's here though. Like he's, he's just with us the whole way. Like we went out on the road last weekend to do our first H hotter than hell show. And he he's just there. Like he's never really gone. Like, and, the and I was thinking about it the other night, like the more we play or the more we do this magic dirt stuff, the closer we are to him, you know, so that, that at the same time, it just feels wrong and weird. You know, it's like, this is too weird. Mm-hmm. Like he's not here. Like, and going out on tour again, like we were really deliberating this like we seriously because we never thought we were going to go out again we were just sort of living we were taking day by day really and not really just never crossed our mind I don't know just with the reissue and we started to miss it a bit and it was sort of calling like the magic dirt mm. you know siren was calling mm. and I think in part Dean's memory is is part of that and his spirit lives in us and it, and it calls us. So I think from somewhere in the depths of the universe, Dean is calling out, you know, go on guys, you need to do this. You know, I want you to do this. And so we're kind of serving this calling to, to sort of do that.
0: So talk me through the, the hotter than hell show, the first one. I mean, <laughs> it's a massive thing, as you say, to step out there.
1: Yeah, it really is. Like i realized how old I am. I'm just like, oh, far out, that hurts. And <laughs> can't hit that high note. And geez, I just, yeah, I was sort of expecting to be a bit more fitter, but geez, <laughs> I've been trying to work out and stuff, but nah, it was, it was unreal. Like we've got Steve Patrick on bass and he's just been so respectful and devoted to the band for so long. He's like a long time fan and a close friend, but him stepping up on the bass, you know, he's a really good bass player too. Cause you know, we feel quite vulnerable and tender. It's, it's, it's a big deal to come out, but it was a good first show. It was kind (laughs) of like Townsville rocked up, they rocked out, you know, and it was hot. We were sweating and just suffering in the heat, but we got through the show. It was like 36 humidity, 80%. It was like (laughs) crazy. It was unreal. Had all the other bands around us body jar spider bait she had 28 days old mates and it was great to see everyone and you know cram kept saying you know it's great to have the dirt back and that was really nice and so it was a really good atmosphere backstage and Getting up was great. We, I just we just wanted to play again immediately.
0: Well, you're getting some just desserts uh, by being back together. You're being inducted into the National Live Music Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is a great start. Yeah, in yeah, in th- Brisbane yes. uh, this week. Yeah, um, yeah, it's such it's such an honor. Like we can't believe it. It's like, and we're the first band to get inducted as live legends. Yeah, very first one. So woohoo! Thank you. <laughs> we'll take it.
0: Uh, we do go back a long way. I want to take. I want to take the audience back with me. This is a real because this is really special. This is the fact that you've got you've got Magic Dirt back together. I mean, you've been a solo artist for the last well, least mm.
1: fifteen twenty. Yeah, since twenty sort of. 2009,
0: 2010. Right, right. But I remember seeing Magic Dirt as a youngster. Like, I think I was 16 or 17, but you weren't Magic Dirt then. You were the Jim (laughs) Jim.
1: Really? The Evelyn
0: Hotel. Really? The Jim Jim.
1: Yes, I remember the Jim Jims, but I didn't realise you'd seen us since that incarnation.
0: Oh, hell yeah. I was around because... Wow. Because our mate, Mary, used to take me to your shows. Oh, wow. Oh, you would have been just a little one. Yeah. Oh, how cute. I remember it so clearly. <gasps> so take me back to the Jim gym Jims because that's, that's pretty much where it started for you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Even before that, it started with Dear Bubbles. Oh, jeez. Have you can't... heard of Dear Bubbles? No, no. That's something, so, yeah. So Dear Bubbles was pre-Dirt with Dean and I and another drummer when that was sort of my first flush of songs and we made a band, Dean and I made a band and then the drummer left and then Dean and I were left kind of still writing songs, but needing a band. So we came across Daniel and Adam, you know, the first incarnation of the Dirt and that, and it took off from there. But Jim Jim's was our our name before Magic, the Magic Dirt name, but we were pretty much the lineup that we were, you know, around the Jim Jim's time. But Jim Jim's, the name comes from the Velvet Underground song. Heroin, mm. yeah. So there's this line in that goes line in that song that goes all the Jim Jims in this town. So we named ourselves after that, and um, then we named ourselves Detroit, then Brad, and then it, then it became Magic Dirt, and then it took off from there.
0: Well, I remember when it took off being in Melbourne because there was this incredible bidding war around mm. you at the time. I mean, that was, I think, the start of the whole evolution of what they call the big selling of major labels buying into small record labels and signing up bands and making them stars. Mm. And you were definitely in that.
1: Was that a crazy time for you? It was a crazy time, although we were – we kind of pretty much kept to ourselves. We didn't sort of buy into that whole thing. I guess we were so busy just – loving playing and writing songs and we were so young you know when you're that young you're just kind of having a great time and sort of you're a bit naive and yeah I mean we knew it was going on and we were kind of because we were from Geelong a small town we had a healthy suspicion and uh, and kept it quite a distance from all the hype so we never sort of bought into it ourselves so we were okay with that but we knew it was going on we could feel it we could see it we were confronted with it but we were focused on the music so we just let the whole sort of i don't know that whole hype thing swirl around us but we were quite a tight unit mm. so yeah it was more fun than anything you know yeah. yeah but um it was great having a having the choice you know
0: So who did you eventually sign in with? Was it Sony from memory? It was was, Warner.
1: No, well, well, it was, initially it was Orgogo where the independent label here in Melbourne, but then the major was Warner.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So we kind of had a couple of phases of the band. So we had that first wave of success in the nineties and then. Late '90s, going into the '90s, we kind of had another wave of.
0: Was that around what a rock star's yeah, doing today? yeah, that was
1: the next sort of wave. So yeah, there was a couple of moments of that sort of, um, yeah, just having the choice, you know, to go with whatever label we felt like going with.
0: I mean, because I know that I, I remember reading that thing Warner were trying to break you in America. Yeah, and and it didn't quite happen. Do you <laughs> it it, are you work. able are you able to <laughs> stand back and look at perhaps why or nut that one out?
1: Um, No, I know exactly why. Uh, Because we were stubborn and we just did what we wanted to do. And unfortunately for the label, it it wasn't a a bestseller. (laughs) It was far from it. I mean, we already, we had a plan to make a record, which was Friends in Danger, which Mm. was the one that was released on Warner US. So we already, that was our creative path, but it didn't sort of align with the outside sort well, of world. I think I think
0: there was that the phrase was there was no radio singles. Yeah, on there was no singles. No, <laughs> no,
1: nothing accessible. It was completely like it was just like a disaster for them. You know, it was like there's nothing here, and we were like, sorry, this is the this band is the we, album we are. This we is wanted to make exactly, and we had to make that record. So yeah, that didn't. Do you regret that now? Are you you, 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 happy
0: that you stuck to your guns and made the music that you want to make without bowing to any pressure whatsoever?
1: Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. Of course, there's no regrets at all. I mean, we just had to be who we were. And yeah, I mean, I think that's, and that's ultimately what people respect, I think, is when you. Uh, yourself and you can be brave enough to stand up for what you believe in which is you know that's the music we wanted to make so Mm. yeah yeah it was pretty funny as well.
0: Of course you've had a brilliant solo career fantastic uh, couple of solo records out that uh, are still big favorites of mine but let's go back to Magic Dirt. People can find you Saturday 19th of January Gladstone Saturday 26th of January Toowoomba then there's Gold Coast Adelaide Mount Evelyn, Ipswich, Dunsborough, alongside Spiderbait, Jebediah, She Had Body Jar, and Killing Heidi. It's fantastic you're doing this. These songs deserve to be heard.
1: Thanks, Jane.
0: I'm going to take you back to 1993, your first ever EP out on Ogogo Records, which has just been reissued and remastered. Signs of Satanic Youth and the track Redhead. Take me back to filming this video because I had a look at it online the other day. You are such a baby and you're in this car wash being drowned with water. Take me back to that day.
1: Yeah. So the idea behind the clip, the song is called Redhead. So we thought, let's put ourselves through a car wash because it's redhead. Let's douse me with anything that's red. So red food, (laughs) diet, tomato sauce, anything red. So they just put stuff all on top of my head And then we went through this car wash, which is located still in High Street Paran. And we went on the back of a ute. We set up all our gear and then went through this car wash with those big giant cloth (laughs) strips 10 times, just 10 times through. And all the red stuff that I had piled on top of my head, every time I went through, just started dripping down my body. And you can see in the clip, my white singlet by the end is all pink. (laughs) And uh, we loved it. The water was disgusting. It was really dirty and grey and just getting into our mouths and everything, but we didn't care because that's how we were. We're just like, yep, we got to suffer
0: for our art. Adelita from Magic Dirt, absolute pleasure catching up and hanging out with you tonight on Homegrown. Oh, thanks, Jane. It's been great. Love talking to you. (laughs) He's redhead right now. Make sure you catch them on tour on Triple M.